untold masses of humanity are teeming throughout the stars. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. Hello everyone, and welcome to Doomlore, a 40k story. My name is Nicotine. Um, I'm one of the people behind Fable Scraps. If you are listening to the show on Spotify or Stitcher, know that we record this show live every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific uh, at twitch.tv slash fablescraps. Our live audience has the uh, ability to affect the show in meaningful ways through the clever deployment of funds in exchange for fate. Our characters use fate for things like re-rolls or various other things. Um, make sure to catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fablescraps. We have a Twitter and a Discord as well. Uh, and be sure to follow our YouTube channel. Uh, I want to go ahead and just hand it right off to our DM, Alarant. Do you want to introduce everybody? Oh, everybody? Yeah, you want to introduce Give everybody? Give me all kinds of permission. If Ollie that. sounds good, uh, go ahead and spam ones in chat. We're going to go through, uh, we're going to go through everybody like that, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ollie. You can find me on uh, Twitch.tv slash Ollirant. O L I R A N T. I don't know how to spell my own name. Uh, doing variety, world building, illustrations, a little bit of everything, a little bit of, you know, what you want, what you love. Uh, very happy to be here today at ridiculously late o'clock. And, uh,. I guess I'll pass the buck on. I have to look at the, over to first on my right, Lucid Fox. Who are you? How are you? Hi, my name is Lucid Fox. Definitely a human. Uh, can't be proven otherwise uh, in uh, the state that you live in. So uh, please come find me on Twitch.tv where I do fun and hilarious things like tomorrow. Uh, but today we're playing a video game. Nope, not a video game. It's tabletop. Have fun with uh, Lock. Don't put that pressure If losing sounds good, spam twos and chant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Locke the Raven. I do variety streaming on Twitch as well as uh, play tabletop RPG games. <laughs> You're right there, buddy. No, I'm not. It's been a week. Uh, mm -hmm. I do Fable Scrap Good Time comedy game with role-playing here. Two-time week. <laughs> Find me on social media at Locke the Raven, spelled like sound. Locke is also in another show. <laughs> Locke is also in our other show here at Fable Scrubs. Loveless, a Star Trek adventure. <laughs> Locke's, having, Locke's having a stroke. All right. um, I'll just take it from here. Locke, go right ahead. Hi, I'm Distracted Elf. You can find me at twitch.tv slash distractedelf or on Twitter at distractedelf where I do lots of video game related things. I also run other tabletop stuff on the D&D channel. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, uh, Animan, you want Yep, I I'll take it from here. Hello there, I'm Enevan, spelt E-N-E-V-U-N. I'm a Twitch streamer here on Twitch, and I typically stream roleplay slash VR games. 
on Ed- Ticket to Ed- Ed- is also I'm also on Star Trek Lovelace as well on Tuesdays. 3 p.m. Pacific. Oh, 3 p.m. Pacific or <laughs> or 11 p.m. English. On to you, Nicotine. Hello, everyone. Stand up for yourself, son. My name is Nicotine. <laughs> I uh, do a lot of roleplay on my channel. That's twitch.tv slash N-I-K-A-D-I-N-E. Uh, I also DM our other show at Fable Scraps called uh, Star Trek Adventures Loveless. It's set in the TNG era, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So if I sound good, spam sixes in chat. And uh, I think we're good to go, right? Mm. We did it. Yeah. Well we done. We did it. We got through it. Thanks for coming, guys. That's the show. I'll take it from here. All right. Well, All right. You tell, so you can tell we've truly prepped for our intros. Uh, we were talking about Star Wars for twenty minutes before the show. Nah, I've never. Um, never wrong franchise and everything. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys just completed a whole, basically a whole quest um, aboard the Sibilance, uh, discovering what was wrong aboard that vessel, to getting to the heart, quite literally of a uh, demonic cult that was actually the machine cult aboard the vessel that keeps the vessel running nice and smoothly, right? Um, Last session, you actually vanquished the demon that they were trying to summon, and you killed the Archmagus who was in charge of the machine cult on this vessel as well. And uh, this session is going to start off with a lot of the kind of things I mentioned at the end of the last one, where, okay, now you guys have a bit of time. Um... You first need to sort out all of your medical, you know, some of you have bullet wounds, some of you have much more than just bullet wounds. Uh, Ricer is, of course, the most injured. Um, And I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about that, actually, Nika, because um, you actually suffered a critical injury uh, during that fight against Euron. Not only did Euron use a hotshot LAS pistol to pierce your armor, which can easily be patched back up. Uh, but his lightning claws also cut away at your knee. Um, now, getting your you know blood back in your body and stitched up is one thing. Actually repairing serious uh, injuries like your knee uh, takes a bit more time. Would you take that time? Because you said last time that your priority was everyone needs to get medical as quickly as possible. But would Risa herself be like, okay, I need to sit down, rest, I need to let the doctors do their job. I think and as... Get, uh, as uh, I think Risa would consider her body as another extension of her job, and okay. uh, would be unable, would feel uh, compelled to be as uh, efficient at her job as possible, and that meant uh, making sure that everybody is patched up and along with herself. Okay, so on that point, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, it is totally possible with the Chiro surgeons uh, within the the high spires of this ship to repair your knee like it had never been damaged before. Mm. Uh, it is also possible to basically cut away at the joints on both ends and replace it with a uh, steel knee that is completely unfallible, much like Cyber much of... Much like the much of, you know, uh, the Mechanicus are augmented. That's something they could totally do. Um, And I was just kind of wondering if Risa would have a preference on that. Does it make her susceptible to chaos or heresy? The, uh, what is it, Ohm? The steel is eternal? 
Uh, flesh is weak. Yeah, the machine is eternal, the body is weak. The machine is eternal. Yeah, I think... It, it, there's two kind of two schools when it comes to cybernetics and, and augments in general in the Imperium. Mm -hmm. If you're rich, usually you try to go for, like, surgeries that can blend you back in or, or enough plastic surgery to, to kind of maybe make it look more uh, like it was a natural part of your body. Or if you're going either for cheap or just efficiency, you just have a big metal could, hunk of metal. Could this metal knee make Risa a more efficient... Uh, Arbitize. It could be... It would make it easier to get more enhancements in the future. Yes. A lack of a knee could make her a really bad one. Yeah, that's I true. Think, um, I think she'll go for the... I think she'll go for the metal knee. You okay. Know, just in case she really Badass. has... Just in case she really has to, you know... <laughs> give it to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> just jam it into someone? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Uh... So, you're the actual person who needs to rest the most. Because not only do you need that surgery, um, but not the rest of the party. Okay. You all encountered a demonic incursion. You all need time to rest and work through what that actually means. Even though you didn't suffer high... Okay. Caius is immediately <laughs> happy and hot to trot. Everyone else might have a bit more of a problem about demons showing up. Um, Find a thing, kill a thing. Mm -hmm. so I think for a few days you probably would be spending time in that ward upstairs in the temple of the, the ship in the, the palace up at the top uh, during that time the admiralty the people who lead the vessel the, the very foppish very well dressed uh, faux nobles would be on their knees trying to appease you uh, kind of the lot of you, but it's mostly aimed at Risa being an Arbates that is like, oh, we do nothing to do with this. We have no idea, but Euron would betray us in such a way. We're very loyal to the Emperor and the Imperium. All of that kind of thing. <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's the first thing. Um, and then after a bit of time for all of you to recover, you can kind of get back to how you would usually take a travel through the warp there is a little bit of time left on your journey and a bit after your medical um ohm you would get a message from the uh astropath that uh the machine cult of mars actually is going to essentially take over this case and is going to send a ship to escort you um this won't be anything that you'll worry about too much because immediately after that ohm you're getting your skull removed you go from the nice, clean, white, pristine, uh, like, uh, fluorescent hospital of the, the Temple Palace. Then you go all the way down to the Ripper Dock in the Merchant uh, Quarters, who is uh, removing Ohm's skull uh, to replace his skull with something far more eternal. Um, I don't think any of you would be involved in this. You aren't the kind of party where someone's they're going to be there to hold his hand. But... Uh, the surgery goes on without uh, any kind of penalty, of course, Ohm, um, and you do have your natural skull removed from your body and then reconstructed, which was something you, you specifically requested. Um, reconstructed so that it could look very much like uh, many of the decorative skulls that you see around the ship and what would make up servo skulls. I know you have some plans for that, but we'll, we'll probably get back to that in a little bit later. Um... 
when it comes to the rest of you, given around two weeks, is there anything you really want to do or any discussions you want to have as a, as a party after all? You did see a demon <clears throat> and killed it. Uh, and Caius knew a lot about demons, which is not something you necessarily worry about in the heat of the moment, but might be suspicious now that you think about it. I'd actually like to uh, to search Euron's quarters if I could. And look Ooh. around for those missing texts. Yeah. That is a real good idea. Um, mm -hmm. That, if you could real quick give me a... Let me just get the skill for you. It would be a... Uh, not inquiry. It would be an awareness check. If you could just give me an awareness check with a minus 10, you can easily do that. Euron's quarters would be one of the first areas that are essentially quarantined after this. Uh, there was a combat servitor there connected to Euron that is very inert now um, that can be easily be bypassed. Do you want to use a fate point to cool. re-roll that? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, let's try that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's click that one more time. And just so if you found out. a cat somewhere on the ship. Definitely a cat person. Come on, awareness. Yeah, there. Uh, uh, wait. That's just a failure instead of failure with minus four degrees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Slightly better. Yeah, yeah. Ironically. Yeah. 21. Oh, God. My awareness the, is not great. The person you'd prefer to have here helping you would be oh. Ohm, yeah, who is in it's... surgery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Euron's quarters are decadent. They are very much unlike, say, how Ohm kept his quarters. They mm -hmm. are decadent and showy, and without a doubt, uh, he's been studying profane texts here. Yeah. Either Euron had the wherewithal to actually destroy any evidence before the ritual, or he downloaded it all, or he hid it so well that you could you can't find it. The sure files enough. Or in um, the computer? In the computer. <laughs> uh, you do know, though, that Ohm kept Euron's head. <laughs> I keep that thing on uh, me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's currently right, sitting next to his head in the surgery. <laughs> um, side by side. Make but a real good idea to check that. Um, and I'm sure you uh, a couple of just measly executions to be done on the way with uh, the you know the serfs of the machine cult that need to be uh, make sure that they're not still but harboring any heretical thoughts. Anything uh, Scythia, Risa, or Yen are I, feeling of doing? I don't know that Scythia is particularly, um, what would you call it, like, requires that kind of conversation with Caius. Uh, no. It's like, cool, you didn't freak out, and then we didn't all die. Yeah. Good, good job. We, we <laughs> yet know. live. Um... I think she she mostly takes the time to like recenter herself, um, and I think for Scythia that's like all in the form of just absolutely rigorous self discipline, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after all, she can't actually gain corruption but insanity, so um, yeah. I think it's I think it's more just like handling it on her own, doing some kind of you know, a mental exercise, the, like, tra training she's had so far has, like, given her. Um, 
and getting ready for like whatever comes after because she knows that like Euron dying is like good, but also there's gonna be a big sort of hole in the general space of the ship, and that's never a good thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's kind of her deal. She might stop in on with stop in and make sure that Rice is not dead uh, once or twice uh, during her recuperation. But that's about it. Excellent. Uh, Rice, are you recovering? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, do you have anything you want to do directly in the kind of downtime you have on the ship after that? I do. Uh, I do. I, um, uh, did I ever find out if there was an Arbitez, uh office? Like a writ of Arbitez? I can talk to any, uh, mm. any of my peers here on the Not ship. Not on this ship, mm. but uh, I think maybe you, you get some, you know, uh, send some feelers out and there will be on the planet you're going to has an Arbitez spire um, that could contact other people if you needed it as well um, so well, um, you can interact with them later I'm going to be uh, demanding to see Yen Bonsell so that Yen can provide a witness testimony and I can just make Bonsell say whatever I need to need Bonsell to say <laughs> for the witness <laughs> testimony. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a I'll I'll, I'll send for a, a scribe to take mm. down uh take down our testimony for the report later. That so you're spending your recovery time doing paperwork. That's right. It sounds very much like uh, some of the streams I've seen you doing. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. That hurts all the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yen, you're just gonna play along, kind of do whatever Rice needs you to do, like that. It, Yen would probably uh, go along with that, and either before or after, he would probably head down to the marketplace again to try and get some more grenades because he is completely out right now, except for some grenades. Feel free to give me an influence check. All right. I'm in. I am actually in there now. Hell yeah, to get those grenades. Influence, influence, influence. Influence, influence. No modifier. I think this is just a flat zero for regular grenades. Oh, no. Um, The ship's terrified of you guys. Can I use a fate point there? (laughs) Maybe. Oh, of course. Do a little better. A minus say... seven failure is very impressive. Minus seven degrees of failure. That's mm-hmm. 70 points of failure. In fact, I owe people grenades now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they actually, beat him you up have to sell those gun. to us. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's re-roll that again. Eyeballs. <laughs> okay. They give you less of a swirly. A failure with minus three degrees. I, I want to say highest right? maybe tagged along with Enovan because I still need robes, <laughs> like like more armor that I have currently. To shake him down. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> something you brother. two would notice then, as you're uh-huh. on a little bro trip shopping, uh-huh. uh, which is funny because you two are like the only <laughs> sort of maybe might become friends in the party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had, we is... had a moment during the the fight pit. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> the people of the ship are scared of you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Word traveled very fast, um, <clears throat> and it's not. It's 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 quite similar to what happened before. Um, 
the people just are they're hiding away they're not really interested in in, in working with you guys um but they also are hearing rumors of well now that that happened what's going to happen next to the ship they're not mm -hmm. going to be getting the same cushy jobs they got before a lot of the merchants down here are trying to to organize getting off of the ship one way or That's another right you um, i like this uh, which does actually mean, because everything's stirred up, you might be able to acquire some weapons and ammunition at reduced or accelerated rates or through uh, less than um, kosher means. Mm -hmm. uh, Caius, if you wanted to give some influence checks to see what you could get, feel free. Yeah, let's see what we can do here. Please help me. Yeah, I got you. Buddy. I can't. Uh, listen, it's been a it's been a rough day. Well, <laughs> not rolling well today. That's three no, to, six degrees of failure. Yeah, let, me, let me try to fate <laughs> this one out. Let's try that one more time. Hefty fate use. Come on. There we go. Okay. That's yeah. a success. Yeah, no worries. Hell yeah. Um, for you guys, it's a lot of running around. It's a lot of trying to find a merchant that is you can get the right rapport with and, and Caius you kind of understand you've had to leave a lot of places in your life and it's to kind of like look you're never going to see us again mm -hmm. you might see us again if you don't make this deal with us you know that kind of thing um yeah. I will uh that's a solid just two more frag grenades um but if you were also looking for yes. some armor uh Caius yes. what were you looking for uh probably a helmet since my head's exposed yeah for a yeah. basic flak helmet, I'll just uh -huh. toss that one in. You know, you get okay. the grenades in the helmet. Okay, all so right. Bundle. That'll work. Nice. Is they there any, is there any uh, new digs that I can get? Maybe something a little more than my uh, Imperium robe? When it comes... So Imperial what I, I will allow for the, sort of this check, this encounter, is for you to get uh -huh. new equipment that's still essentially the same statistically, but uh -huh. maybe not as ratty and burned and wherever you got these robes for before. Maybe something that looks a little more official or maybe even something that looks a little less official, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Right now you're kind of like generic Johnny civilian. Yeah. Uh, aside from if someone looks at you for too long and they kind of feel sick to their stomach. Um, mm -hmm. But you could definitely get an outfit here basically for free to make you look more like a merchant or to make okay. you look more like a good pious imperial citizen yeah yeah okay i like that uh which way are you going with that um i mean I w are you saying uh, like i have to choose between the, the 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 helmet or the the robes or no no you get the helmet oh, okay. and, and an outfit it's just what okay, kind of outfit okay. vibe are you looking for Oh, right. probably, probably something like more, more nonchalant, you know, something that we can blend in subtle. a little better. Yeah, yeah. smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys nice are also gonna jacket. hear <laughs> silk pajamas. <laughs> Blends in anyway. Heresy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people on this ship are essentially military contractors. There are mm -hmm. a lot of military supplies on this vessel. And a lot of them, the, 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 the contractors don't know what's going to be happening if a ship is going to be escorting them. Um, mm -hmm. The ones that will end up planet side with you, you guys are going to have more rapport with. Um, mm -hmm. So when it comes to getting like actual armor, that might be a good in once you're planet side, once you've arrived at Pask, which will be very soon. Mm. Okay. It will be... After your surgery, Ohm, 
and not mm-hmm. long after, um, that uh, the all of you receive word that um, uh, the vessel is going to be dropping out of warp. Uh, whatever kind of repairance that is definitely not a word uh, doesn't really matter because the ship will end, leave warp without a hitch uh, for most of you you might feel maybe a lurching in the stomach but you've already now encountered something much worse that happened because you were in the warp so just traveling in and out probably not so terrifying um, what happens not soon after around an hour or so later is the entire ship shudders and all of you will be uh, receiving communication that the Mechanicus vessel that was to escort this uh, the sibilance has just also arrived from warp right next to ours uh, basically in sort of fleet maneuvers um, this vessel is called the Null Point it is a cruiser it is a, a very large uh, military vessel. It is alone. Um, and uh, basically, someone will be coming down from the null point to this vessel to discuss with you because you lot dealt with what was on this vessel. You have the reports. You know everything that's going on. Um, would you all be willing to show up for that? Absolutely. You don't all need to be there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. We even get yen. Okay. Um, you guys actually are encouraged to go down to um, an area in the cargo docks of the ship. And not the cargo dock areas that have been repurposed, where their skeletal hulls have been turned into villages or fighting pits or farmland. No, it's straight up large, large areas of just open space to store things um the weight it's a little bit tense but suddenly all at once there is a crash of lightning and very very bright light very very bright blue light and several people are going to teleport into the cargo hold of the ship right by you deliberately right by you uh a tech priestess and two very heavy military grade servitors are going to lightning strike right by the lot of you um i think some of you may know that this technology is possible but it is technology that is only used by very very elite imperial agents or ships in naval combat right to teleport basically a boarding party onto another vessel and that's literally what they're doing via the lightning strike here um the tech priestess is uh quite large and quite intimidating uh carrying their uh uh omniscient axe in both hands their outfit is almost Victorian-esque, and it is a, a, a vaguely uh, female chassis, as some tech priests choose, and a sort of silver painting to the still organic face and lips uh, with black hair. The servitors behind her are quite literally tanks. They have tank-like armored treads, and the human torsos that stand atop of those 
are coated in large chunks of ceramite armor. Um, the whole right arm apparatus replaced with very, very large twin-linked weaponry. One has twin-linked bolters, one has twin-linked melter guns that still, even though they're not here to attack you, these weapons are intimidating. Um, they're all coated in sigils and scripture of Mars, uh, all painted a bright Martian rust red. Um, the Magus Text Priest will step forward and kind of clank the uh, axe on the bottom of the ground as she states that I am Majos Tequin of the Null Point. All information on the incursion aboard this vessel will be passed on to me, and this vessel will soon be scuttled by the Mechanicus of Mars by the Null Point to join its proper place with the fleet. Once all heresy has been terminated and removed. Do you have credentials? Ove is going to actually turn and like and step in front of uh, Risa and bow his head, give her the sign of the cog, and probably relay some sort of formal greeting in Technolingua to her. Yeah. Before he begins to introduce everyone in common tongue. Of course. And give their credentials to her <laughs> rather than wait till someone tries to get her credentials to them because that's course. not happening. Uh, um, after this happens... Uh, Tequin will, with a whir, look down at Risa, and there is... The muscles in the face make the motion of a smile, but it doesn't quite end up translating correctly. Um, I understand if you would be hesitant to trust a member of the machine cult, but trust that I have already been in subspace communication with Inquisitor Balifo about your incidents aboard this vessel and the place you will be traveling to. It is by his request, politely he requested, that you all not be harmed so that you can complete your inquisitive duties on the planet of Pask. I too will make a uh, disgusting grimace. <laughs> Politely, we will verify this with our superiors. Ohm takes this moment to step out of the way between Risa and the... Uh tech priestess is it possible to send a subspace communication to our 
Inquisitor Superior? Oh, yeah. And it's actually very easy because you are now within the same solar system as Pask. Um, so uh, the subspace communications are sent via your astropath, the Psyker. Um, so you can get a message sort of sent off quite quickly um, using a surf or something. Just to, just to double, absolutely triple check. Yeah. Uh, that she is who she says she is and this is the arrangement that has been made I'm sure you understand our protocol here and as I, said, I just have the surf I, go off and verify that I understand all protocols ever Wonderful. Um, we'll make the appropriate platitudes to her ego and technolingua <laughs> profusely apologizing yeah yeah it's very important uh before he produces a uh from a satchel on his side he'll produce wrapped in some sort of sacred gun you know in a predetermined way <laughs> with sigils all over it uh he'll hand he'll you know present the lightning claw from euron that's right over to her Ah, yes. I had read reports that Euron, as an architect, decided to tinker with himself, as many admire to do. And with the hand that's not carrying the axe, she will pick up the claw, like someone picks up, like a, you know, something they don't really want to pick up. <laughs> um, and kind of hand it to uh, one of the servitors at their side which will kind of take it and uh, store it in an internal compartment for now. Uh, would you uh, give her the the record you made of the event? Which is mostly a question for Risa. Uh Once I receive verification from the sir. Excellent. And I would, uh, it that would will be take a, a bit of time. It would be a copy of a record. I, I would save the uh, of course you know, save a copy for for superiors. Yeah. Um, that does come back. Uh, that uh, Inquisitor Balifon, who is your you are to you're his acolytes. Um, that uh, she is who she says she is, and that you are to. Uh, send the records of this incident to them so they properly know how to uh, Absolutely. bless this vessel and put it to a better use rather than just straight up blasting it out of the sky uh, which is the alternative um, it's actually interesting reading Inquisitor Balifo's message is that it it is surprisingly casual how um, his word has been written um, it's not the level of nobility you might have expected from the Inquisitor that's hired you, and none of you have heard communication from him before, or read it, even. Um, but it is sort of, it's very kind of calm and relaxed, and yeah, do this, do that, do this. Um, Alright. That well, would be given directly to you. Very good. Looks like everything is checking out. You are um, free to board the vessel. Thank you very much for your patience. They uh, appreciate it. Uh, in the next little bit of time uh, she is going to go through uh, the uh, records 
At this time as well, as you are in the cargo bay sections, you can see from notifications on uh, flickering... Yeah, they're clean, but whoever cleaned them did a very bad job. Uh, panels that uh, many of the cargo bays are being opened up and actually small lighter vessels are being um, docked with it. Um, uh, if any of you were really interested, and maybe actually this is the kind of thing Yen would be distracted by, it's kind of saying uh, where they're going to be heading off, and, and one is specifically earmarked for the Lord of You when you are leaving this vessel uh, to be taking one of these lighters to the planet of Pask um, when the time is right, uh, when uh, the general procedures have gone on as intended. Um, the rest of them are mostly uh, mechanical forces who are going to be going through the vessel and looking through it and just checking there's still no more heresy before they go and turn it into one of the vessels in the fleet. This is a very old chassis of a ship that could be turned into quite a powerful part of the Mechanicus fleet when truly uh, retrofitted properly. When Majors Tequin has looked through all of this, uh, they would approach Ohm, who I imagine is hovering around. Mm-hmm. Uh, respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and will um, state that uh, your abilities in this incident to root out a source of corruption, a weakness in the machine cult, have been exemplary. You will be given hogs of respect for this. Um, now, she's not actually going to give you anything right now, um, but you do know that that's going to flow not only through the ship, but through the Mechanicus and the Machine Cults in general. Uh, your name is going to be carrying a little bit more weight. In fact, it's going to be carrying 20 more influence worth of weight. Nice. Now, if you want to turn your skull into a servo skull and do the same to Eurons, that's going to cost some influence later down the line. But um, that is, uh, you know, that's kind of Ohm's special personal thanks as the tech priest that kind of led all of this operation. Um, and uh, from the tech priests kind of ending it all off. Um do you want to quickly start setting up your servo skulls before you leave the vessel? Uh, to the respect of beginning to get the parts together, yes. But considering they're about to get on a light ship to go down to the planet, probably not best to start an entire like uh. build project. Yeah. You start getting the things you need. Alright, that's great. Um... Are the rest of a lot of you ready to, to sort of ship off? Yeah, I think I am. Absolutely. I have nothing further yeah. to pursue on the ship. Yeah. It's, uh... It, it was meant to be just a transport, right? Um, end up in being a little bit more than that. Uh, you guys are going to be sent towards an Arvis lighter. Um, now... An Arvis lighter is basically a box with wings uh, and thrusters. It is a uh, space to orbit 
transport vessel that is largely used for troop transport. Um, but it really does look like a box with wings. Uh, this one is painted Mechanicus Red, so that's cool. Um, and there is going to be one pilot who, you know, when you guys are getting in the back, uh, is going to turn. You don't see anything past the sort of flight helmet and goggles and everything. They do turn, acknowledge your presence, get back into the position. Um, there are going to be a couple of supplies just sort of placed in the empty seats and strapped in on this uh, lighter. And... Uh, that's mostly going to be dealt with by servitors that are busily bustling around. Uh, while you guys are getting ready to leave, you do see that some of the merchants who are aboard the vessel have caught wind of what is happening in the last few hours aboard the ship and are trying to get kind of answers to their questions from the Mechanicus. Um, they're not going to get any questions, and they may get a few more uh they might not have a very good time asking these questions. I don't think any of you are going to see anything so about just the melter gun being deployed on them. But um, you're not leaving the ship in a very uh, oh, calm just and gentle mindset. Oh, fourteen thousand people into the mechanic army. Yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to basically be happening to them. Uh, and Locke, I mean, you know that. But yeah, these people are now going to be they're going to be operating the ship now. They're mostly merchants. If they can't get off the vessel now, um, then they're going to be part of the fleet, part of the crew. For you guys, though, eventually the lot of you can get your seats on the lighter and, and strap yourselves in, and all of your other equipment and stuff as well. Um, <laughs> Ohm, you are currently carrying around a, a hotshot las pack, which is a big thing. That you probably can't carry around with you all the time. You have to go and fetch it and put it down. Um, yeah. uh, and your collection of heads and skulls, you know, basically needs a seat on its own. Um, well, will it hiss? actually remain standing in his uh, utility mechadendrite. Right? I'll just clamp into the ceiling and mount him there. Hell yeah. That's great. More room for your skulls. Mm -hmm. The lighter will close with a hiss. And it will take off and leave the sibilance. Um, now, an Arvis lighter, this one actually does have small view screens to the outside. Um, so, as you are leaving, uh, in a very rough journey, especially as you're leaving the sibilance, it's a little bit smoother once you're on some space, you can see the sun glory, the long uh, kind of spike-fronted vessel, and then above it, looming like a star destroyer over the uh, rebel ship, this m much larger red and brass Mechanicus vessel with all these little ships kind of starting to flow downwards. Um, you do see some merchant vessels actually managing to leave the sibilance, and they're leaving a lot faster than you towards what you can see from the other window on your left. Um, you can see the planet of Pask, um, silhouetted by its own sun, because you are traveling just through the solar system. The planet of Pask is a large, muddy-looking planet, actually. There's kind of a hazy yellow cloud around the whole thing. It looks a lot... it looks unpleasant. 
Um, one of the view screens actually in this vessel seems to be connected to some kind of database about the planets they're docking on. Uh, the impression you get, uh, Ohm, is that basically this is the Mechanicus equivalent of like a science vessel. It's not in a fleet, it's kind of hopping back and forth to wherever it needs to go. Um, would any of you be interested in, in kind of looking up the information about the planet you're about to land upon? Absolutely. This is tactical information. Oh, definitely, yeah. Excellent. Uh, is this Rice of reading the whole readout out for the whole ship? Absolutely. <laughs> we don't all need to hear it, you know. We, we, some of us can just read ourselves. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, that's... Okay. okay. So, Pask is almost on the border of what is called the Gothic Sector. Uh, any of you who have studied star maps before would know what the Gothic Sector is. Now, admittedly, not all of you have probably studied a of, star maps. A lot maps. of trip genes, uh, glow lights. I get it, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the hot topic sector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Spencer's gifts, like, right around the corner. Yeah, I've been here. In fact, you know what? I'm going to ask you all to, every one of, single one of you, to give me just a general, uh, excuse me, I'm going to fuck around with your sheet. Just a general um, logic check. No, not logic. Just an intelligence check. Just a general intelligence check on... And if you have Imperium Common Law, you can use Imperium Common Law instead. Um, right. uh, just to are, read through this information and learn a little bit more from it. Are there any... Uh, the, the best dice roll I can offer you. There you go. Yes, good. Two successes. It's better yeah. than what you've been doing all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are there are there any uh, Scala Progenitum uh, related things about Pask that I because I have that as a you knowledge, can so. absolutely give me a Scala Progenitum check instead. Okay. Yeah, I'll give different information. Imperium Common Law is that like a is that a is that a trait? If you have it, it'll be on your sheet. If you don't, just give me intelligence because um, it's one of those laws that everyone can have different types. Got it. Right. Do I get an additional um, modifier for that? Uh, why? This is where our good rolls are, huh? All right, yeah, this cool. is all the good rolls. We're getting them all out of the way. <laughs> hey, honestly, the people want good law rolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the people oh, demand. Well, you know, it's up Rice. Uh, I don't know what. Well, well this is why Rice is reading it out, right? <laughs> Rice, Rice has Any got, like, the Wikipedia this? open. I'm struggling to read it. If only she could read. Pass, pass, yeah. pass tack. <laughs> well, reaches over, uh, takes the book, turns it right side up. So uh, the reason why I wanted to do a sort of general intelligence check or an Imperium check is that um, the Gothic Sector has been home to a lot of war. It's actually more or less home to the Eye of Terror. And as such, the Gothic Sector has been uh, ravaged by multiple Black Crusades from the forces of chaos. Um, particularly the 13th Black Crusade recently. That, uh, like, recently in within, you know, maybe a thousand years or so of when you guys are right now in the timeline. Um, although it's Warhammer 40k, the timeline doesn't mean shit. Um... The sector has been besected by war, but Pask hasn't been part of any of that, seemingly. 
Um, what the readout actually tells you is that Pask is a shrine world. Shrine worlds are generally owned or at least very important to the ecclesiarchy, the imperial church, um, and are usually, you know, they're, they're very religious places for that sort of reason. Maybe there was a martyr there, maybe there's something else going on. Actually, Scythia, from your, your rumors about the school, very close to the ecclesiarchy, Pask is kind of, or was kind of a ecclesiarchy pleasure world. Uh, it's the kind of place that, okay, you have served the Imperium your entire life. You've served the Imperium 300 years with age enhancements and things. You get to retire to Pask, right? Okay. You get to go to Pask. You get to sort of relax uh, and just pray. Just pray to the Emperor, right? Um, that's kind of the rumor you get because it was meant to be a very peaceful place. Um, it was known for its meadows. And on the actual readout you get, Ricer, there is a picture. And on the picture, it's a green planet. Mm. Instead of the kind of the muddy brown you see at the window. can actually understand is the pictures, yeah. <laughs> but not the colors. <laughs> yeah, because she's colorblind and can't feel her lower lip. <laughs> Big old jugs out. Uh, the planet seemingly has been missed out by the Black Crusades because it's relatively obscure. It doesn't have much tactical worth. Uh, the main thing that Pask exported was flowers. Uh, Pask used to be covered in giant meadows that had these very special rare purple flowers that, again, Scythia, you heard that they're very important. If you see, you know, uh, someone wearing one of these pressed purple flowers, it was a sign that, oh, they've been from Pask. They've been to Pask for some reason. Or maybe they know someone who's been there. Um, now, it's... Quite clearly, something is different between the readout and now, and none of your checks have give you any information on that. But it's clearly a different place from whenever this data was recorded, right? Um, and a lot of you are going to be uh, flying down to Pask. The lighter is going to be making it down towards orbit. I think this is a great little place to take a break uh, before you get there. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you very much. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a very quick uh, break. If you want to get up, stretch your legs, get some water, uh, now's the time. Uh, we'll be right back with more Doom Lore, a 40k story. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Doom Lore, a 40k story. Take it away, Ollie. Uh, just real quick. Uh... As, as a DM, I gotta ask, is there any kind of inter-party discussions you want to have uh, in the lighter on the way down to Pask? Given that all of you are starting to put together information about the planet that you're assigned to, and you're like, you're assigned here for a long while. So did Ryza actually read out all the information? Yes. Even though She read out all the information, didn't have the stuff about the Black Crusades. It's basically the information about the planet, that it was it, it used to be covered in meadows, covered in churches you know there's one major city all that kind of thing yes yen would have fallen asleep mid mid explanation yeah yeah that's the law uh, i need yeah caius oh. would have been completely disinterested in what was happening rice would have been reading rice would have been reading anyway yeah. and not so noticing. He is actually yeah, yeah. paying attention it uh, sounds it sounds uh, peaceful and there's nothing there's nothing about that that interests caius whatsoever 
Yeah, but Ohm is staring a, and, and, at Risa, but his optical mechadendrite is pointed down, and his hands are assembling pieces of the servo <laughs> skull. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a rather uninteresting place. But then, why would they assign? Why would they assign an Inquisitor to handle it? And why would that Inquisitor be calling in more resources if it was? Hmm. Likely there's something going on here that's uh, it's quite dire. So I encourage everyone to not be lulled into a false sense of security. There is the potential, the great potential for heresy afoot. And I'm just going to look pointedly over at Caius. <laughs> in his smoking jacket yeah yeah just to, fill in uh, my uh, seeing what kind of person our new employer fill in is fill my overcoat I look forward to seeing that too have we heard anything about our employer have we met them before you have not met uh what is uh so none of you i don't think any of you have like inquisitorial knowledge um uh but do tell me if i'm wrong uh but how you guys have been actually brought onto this is not by the deliberate choice of the inquisitor but each of your respective organizations were basically required to teeth someone uh into this program um, so none of you were chosen deliberately, uh, aside from, you know, Caius doesn't seem to represent any organization. That's right. Right? You've got the Death Cults, you've got the Arbites, you've got, uh, even the Rogue Traders and the Mechanicus. Um, Caius is just sort of a dude. He's here, man. <laughs> yeah, but he's a dude who's been possessed by a demon, like, he's got some connection. Hey, you know, yeah. Uh, has he, though? Who knows? Happens to maybe the best just, of us. Maybe I just know stuff. Ow. Yeah, you totally know <laughs> stuff and can light people on fire just, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, casually without using yeah. psychic abilities. That's definitely totally fair. How it works. Soaking That's, a plasma yeah. weapon, though. Yeah, sure, exactly. but a plasma weapon fires a I've fucking a, projectile. I've got, I've got it concealed in my jacket. You don't know. The smallest plasma <laughs> weapon in history. Don't make fun of Yen's gun. Just wait until he rolls a one. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, just God. be shoes left. Yeah. So, yeah. You self-immolate. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so you actually don't I know ro- anything about ironic, the Ironic, the only fire Caius couldn't control was the fire that consumed his entire body. Right. That is very 40k. Hmm. Yeah. Only thing you know is his name. You don't even know uh, what inquisitorial branch it is, uh, mm-hmm. in or out of character. Because there are different branches to the Inquisition that do different things. I mean, we'll have a chat with him, and I'm sure he'll illuminate at least some of his yeah. deal. Which is why Scythia's like, I'm looking forward to it. Illuminate some of what the fuck we're going to be doing. <laughs> Because awesome. you don't send an Ordo Hereticus if there's Ordo Xeno stuff to do. And you don't send the opposite for the opposite. 
And that other one. I think I regardless of like having my head. Yeah, regardless of having like actual knowledge checks, I think Scythia is probably the person who knows the most about that kind of thing. Because the death cults kind of uh, they're not like integrated has actual they... ecclesiarchy like training yeah there's there's like uh, rank and file knowledge in there somewhere yeah right um probably more so than you know the the, the people who are you know i guess the arbites are probably also like fairly yeah the arbites also go through the, the scholar progidium yeah uh which is where you get a lot of this sort of knowledge um so very interesting okay well maybe some of these things will be illuminated as you head down to orbit on pask like i said as you get closer it's a muddy marble of a world um there's not much in the way of traffic in orbit it's kind of a quiet planet um the lighter, the Arvis lighter, shakes and rattles as you start to descend to the actual planet side thing. This is a troop transport, but it's not the best, smoothest ride in the world. It's not meant for that. It's not meant for pleasure. It's meant for uh, practicality. Um, the view screens on the side would all kind of end up flickering off from the the strain of it, and they don't really come back on until you're through the, like, first layer of cloud that covers this planet with a haze. And what you look down upon is on one side the city of Pask. It's a very large city. Uh, nothing in comparison to, like, a hive world, right? Um... Hive worlds are planets where huge amounts of population are just shoved into very small spaces. But it is a city of spires and palaces and towers and temples and churches. Um, it kind of glitters in the light and all kind of builds up to a peak where it almost seems like there's a giant statue at the very top of the city. It's highest point in the middle. A lop-legged statue holding its arms out it doesn't quite look humanoid it's a very weird thing it might even just be a very weirdly shaped building um because you're not actually going to be landing directly in the city which means probably more time until you're going to get to see the inquisitor um it being kind of a quiet planet it means that the actual part the ports uh of to and fro traffic uh, enter through a different way, and that's where you guys are landing towards. In the middle of what is basically a bog. Uh, instead of the meadows that were described, the planet surroundings seem to be a marshland of mud and some plants that still thrive in that mud. Very waterlogged. Um, the entire atmosphere is a kind of yellow haze as well, and it's not the haze of pollution. Um, which you might expect, which you've seen on probably a lot of planets any of you have been on. Um, below the lot of you, uh, the Arvis Lighter is going to slowly descend into a ziggurat of concrete and guns. Uh, the starport for Pask City, the only city, major city on Pask at least, um, where it will fly down, hatches will open, it will kind of 
finesse itself into the right and proper place. This Mechanicus uh, pilot is very smooth, knows what they're doing. You land in the right place, he even sends some messages through the sort of um, local communication channels, through the Vox. Uh, and like, well, we've landed in this bay and all that sort of... You do the whole uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator bit. The whole thing. The whole shabazz. Um, and uh, when you've landed and the ship kind of... You hear the, the whirring of the turbines start to slow down and the various clinking and clanking of the vessel at rest. Uh, he will just kind of turn and put his arm over the shoulder and we say like, you're all good to go. Cynthia gets up and hits whatever button she needs to, you know, uh, <laughs> open the airlock and yeah. uh, descends onto the planet's surface. Or wherever uh, it is that we are, landing pad. Yeah, unfortunately you're in a uh, cyber car park. Um, yeah. Yeah, you are in the the kind of... It's kind of a commercial hangar, but it, don't make it sound like it's actually, like, nice. This is where goods will leave and enter the planet. There's I got probably you. It's a like a warehouse loading like zone, but for people. Yeah. 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 It's a massive concrete warehouse with, for vessels that can go in and out of orbit. It can't even take very large vessels. It has to take these smaller ones. Or large vessels have to kind of dock somewhere outside. Um, it is, however, fairly quiet here. Um, you do <laughs> she see... At, she looks over at Yen as they're, like, leaving and goes, like, not as green as it looked in the old pictures, huh? <laughs> like, just concrete hanger in front of them. Yen is still asleep. <laughs> Someone has to wake Yen. I punch Yen in the shoulder. <laughs> we leave Yen. Oh, uh, wake up, idiot. We're going. <laughs> Oh, uh, Riser, good, good informative talk. Thank you. Uh, very, very informative. I'm just watching Yen. Kind of just shaking my head a little bit. Uh, where are we? Pass. The briefing has concluded. You are Back asleep. on Terra. Where the hell do you think? Um, oh. Uh, leaves the uh, ship with his thing. Yeah. Riser goes <laughs> out. Just serve with skulls in his arms. Skulls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Price utility it. mechadendrites holding the giant laser pack that he insists on carrying around. <laughs> yeah. Like a kid carrying a tuba. Bryce <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> disembarks. Awesome. I look around for, like, anybody who might be here to, like, meet us or, you know, any sign of, like, yeah. where we need to be going. It seems like not many vessels have stopped here for a time. And uh, much like the warehouse actually on the planet, there is, it's kind of everything in, in, in the Imperium is kind of based out of halves. There is a way that you build this thing and deviation is not necessarily heresy, but is not necessarily encouraged. So there is like kind of a, one of his warehouse offices that has some windows and stuff. And yeah, it's clean. It's not like anything's broken or anything. Um, and they, uh, you can see people bustling around and starting to leave down the ladders of, or the, the, the kind of rickety stairwells down the side uh, to go and talk to a lot of you. And they're, they're mostly, they, they seem to be civilians, right? Um, the only other thing of note is that there's a lot of, um, the only thing you can see being stored here for storage is artillery grade ammunition. Just kind of in boxes. Uh, that's the only other thing we have. <laughs> um, 
one of those uh, people was going to, to head up to you. They are wearing Imperial robes uh, that are, you know, they, they clearly take their job seriously. It's like all pressed and clean and they will give a, a proper bow. Um, they are a fairly uh, fresh-faced young woman with short hair and uh, they will also say, like, oh, by the Emperor, we're so blessed to have you arrive. It's been uh, longer than we thought it would be for you all to make an arrival. Um, if you are in need of, of sustenance or water or, or, or refreshing, then the, there are facilities that we can provide you to before you head into the city proper. Do they have any, like, identifying insignias or anything? Like, are they just civilians or...? Yeah, it seems civilian, because this is kind of a commercial port, right? Um, like, there are signs of respect for the Imperium, uh, but nothing that gives, like, rank or purpose. Sure. The Adeptus Spire, please. Where is it located? Oh, uh, that is within the city. We, we've prepared a transport for you into the city to the, uh, where the Inquisitor requested. It would be best if we stepped to the the program that has been set out for us and kind of one of the others will kind of arrange like a scroll and they'll look at the, it's clearly there's a earmarked plan. (laughs) They're watching them sort of panic and then just goes like, no, the plan's fine. <laughs> like They're handing me the identification and like the verif- verifiable information that they are who they say they are. Oh, yeah, they'll absolutely do that. Good. Yeah. All right. They have that. Well, if it checks out, that's fine. Proceed. Uh, well, uh, they'll start like walking and leading you. Well, uh, there used to be a, a, a maglev train system, um, but um, that is no longer operational um so you'll be you'll be transported via um a, a, a very hearty vessel um and kind of leads you out of where the ships would usually dock to where trans you know goods would be transported out um and well, you have to take uh, the bus. you had to take the space bus yeah. uh down here there's a lot of mud there's a lot of mud that's been tracked in and a lot of mud has been tracked in via vehicles as well right um, there is kind of like a mesh uh, section of wall that opens up and closes. It's currently open, where a centaur is sitting there. A centaur is a kind of vehicle. Uh, some of you might be familiar with a chimera in Warhammer 40k. It's a type of um, troop transport. A centaur is basically the even cheaper version of a chimera. Um, it's really just, it's like a little, little, little truck, but it's a standard platform for a truck, and it would, wouldn't look out of place on the front line in a battlefield, but the, behind it is a trailer. Trailer with seats, and like a little bit of, well, kind of protection, a little bit of mesh grating and stuff. Um, the woman is clearly embarrassed to ask you to, uh, sit upon the trailer connected to the centaur. Um, but as you can see, uh, kind of above you, the, uh, train, like, it's kind of like a monorail system, the, that stretches out from this, this section, it just is broken, like, the track, at some point, it just sort of almost looks like it dissipated, the spires that hold it up are shot to shit. 
Yeah, I mean, Cydia doesn't put up any kind of, like, complaint about it. It's, like, it's transport. It funk. It's running. You know? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, all you need. <laughs> this is acceptable. I've been on worse. Well, uh, that's excellent. Um, may the Emperor guide you safe passage to... Cydia uh, looks over again and goes, when have you been on worse? And what was worse? <laughs> Eh, we don't really get into details. Like a scout walker without the legs? Uh, kinda. You, it, <laughs> just, you know, it, it doesn't really matter right now. It's just like weird banter. Yeah, absolutely. As you get comfy in the back of the trailer, um, there is presumably someone in the centaur, but they're not really in again. And, you know, people need ferrying back and forth. This isn't... Uh, How about you, Um? What's the least functional transport you've ever been in? This one. <laughs> <laughs> there is a splutter of smoke from the exhausts on the back of the thing as it starts, you know... They take a little bit for the vehicle to rev up, and then it kind of stutters and after, starts after to a roll. Couple, after a couple of moments, she's like, maybe me too? Could be a close second. I mean, as long as it gets us to some place, you know, from point A to point B safely, then it'll definitely be better than my last. Uh, definitely better than all of our last, considering the last one was infested with heresy and, you know chaotic influences. Prison transport. If that, if that kind of ship counts as a transport in the end. Prison transport. The uh, powers that be are really concerned about your well-being. <laughs> Fair enough. Are there any other passengers aboard this vessel? No. It's just you guys. And this time there isn't even more supplies. Like, usually in, in, in the last lighter... There's just, well, we'll fill the slots that aren't being spaced with supplies. This is specifically for you guys. For better or worse. Alright. It's going to leave. Now we know uh, that if it explodes, it'll only kill us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to leave via what is basically a paved concrete road. It actually goes over a, a bridge where sections of the bridge have been refilled in by other slabs of, of, of recently made um, terracrete and wood and stuff. And you get a real good vibe of the planet's biome, right? It really is this kind of poxy marsh. Uh, areas... You see buildings that clearly would have been proper in their place in the meadows, maybe even attractive little churches or, or little farm, uh, flower farms that are essentially flooded in the grimy muck of this place. Uh, actually, can you all give me awareness checks to see what you can see, see, see? Okay. Alrighty then. You said awareness? Oh, awareness it is. Yeah, awareness plus zero. There is kind of a haze. Uh, um, but it, it sure doesn't is. seem, you know, it's not unnatural or anything. Oh, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Cynthia, be our eyes. 
<laughs> Everyone else is maybe distracted by the rumbling in this tractor. It seems like it's more designed to be pulled by a beast of burden. I actually, uh, I actually took some points in awareness, so. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, that's a good, is, that's a good thing the only for person us, yeah. who can look around. You can see past clearly on the distance, right? It's not that far away, this route. It would be much quicker if you were using L? monorail. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy with the skulls. Oh, I'm... <laughs> doesn't even look. Doesn't even look up. Doesn't care. No, no. Who cares? He's got skulls to tinker with. Uh, but yeah, you were saying, oh, city, sorry. Yeah, the city you can see in the distance... I mean, it's an imperial city. It's fortified, right? And so is this place. But it also looks like it's needed to use the fortification recently. It looks like there has been effort to supply the fortifications. Um, the areas right by the city's walls have like almost another extension of the walls. It seems like it's been recently sort of installed and there's a little hapdash about it. And also areas where they've just flattened out sections of the marsh so it's easier to fight on for the defender's side. Anyone would have to rush to be open in their defenses. A fairly standard um, uh, uh, Ordus Militarum strategy when defending a city like this. It's very clear that the Imperial Guard are on this planet defending it. This isn't just the local militia. Uh, planets like this have their own uh, defense forces, and you see a couple of bodies in the mud that look like they, they would have been from the local defenses. And then you see Cadian forces. Um, there are very different types of the Imperial Guard, very different uh, organizations within them. These are clearly Cadians. Um... Uh, which is kind of what you would imagine if you look up pictures of the Imperial Guard as first people to show up you see the helmets in the mud and stuff like that in fact there's even a bump at one point when your uh, centaur goes over a body um, that is just kind of in the street so the you're not like, quite uh, sure that what explains killed the them. ordinance I guess but, but just uh, at a glance mm -hmm. who are they under siege by? Like, do we have any, like, indicators of that? Or is it just, like, there was fighting here? Is there fighting here currently? Do I Can hear las guns? Like... You can't hear any signs of warfare right now. Right? It's... it's it is quiet. All you really the hear is the wind. The sound of manticores the... firing into the air. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you mostly hear the sound of mud and the awkward noises this machine is making. Um, but you can, can you give me, you could give me a logic check with a, uh, plus ten. Sure. Uh, Scythia, to put it together. Because you're the ones who's seeing these pieces. Uh, Ohm isn't even aware that there's bodies here, you know, that bump is going to be there. And... <laughs> I don't make the logic uh, check. You can't put together what could have possibly killed these people, but it's kind of haphazard. There's forces, you know, you see bodies kind of all over the place. Um, not a huge amount, but I think this is more. It. This is more a thing of like, if I could figure it out immediately, I would. But we're probably gonna hear about it in like thirty minutes anyway. Um, yeah, maybe. So like, learning now is not very helpful. Not as as important now. Your little transport is going to make its way up into the city proper. Um, it is going to pass a checkpoint 
where someone is going to pop out of the top of the, the centaur, the little hatch. They're going to show someone the proper things. The checkpoint is staffed by Imperial Garb. There's actually a scout walker uh, that Scythia mentioned earlier. There's actually one just kind of looming. Is, the, it, uh, is it the armored variant or the open top variant, Ollie? It is an open top variant, not really okay. suited for standing in a guard station, but no. they're making do with what they can. Um, and then you make your way into actual Pask City. Like I mentioned, this is a shrine world. This is a world that, it, for all intents and purposes, belongs to the Imperial Church. That means it is grand and it is holy. Uh, there are symbols to the uh, greatest heroes of the Imperium. There are basically everything is a church in some level, but it's also quite a lot of population. Um, the route that you're taking uh, clearly isn't designed for transports like this, but it's just a wide enough road that this transport is using it, and people have to kind of bustle out of the way. Mostly wearing their sort of imperial robes and things. Um, they just kind of look like the citizens you would expect in a place like this, who are just sort of making do. And clearly, there's you know, they're in wartime, but what are you, you going to do? Maybe life in a city isn't all that changed, despite how different the planet seems from its uh, the data log you had on the ship. Um, you're actually going to be heading towards uh, what is, again, it kind of seems like maybe a noble house. It's very hard to read what an imperial building might be on a planet like this, because everything has the same care of cathedral-like attention put on it. Everything is decorated with studded gargoyles. Everything has the proper symbols to the Emperor, because if it doesn't, then it's not going to offer the proper uh, spiritual protections. Um, but you are stopped outside of... kind of seems like an administration building. Um, it seems like it's taken a couple of bullet shots at some point. One of the windows is broken. But the building towers way up. Imperial cities like this... You, there isn't just one ground layer where everyone enters the skyscrapers from. There are many interconnecting loops and, and uh, uh, things like that. Um, the uh, guy in the, the centaur will actually kind of... You know, in one minute guy in the centaur, actually, there'll be someone here waiting for you. Um, there will be a uh, member of the Ecclesiarchy waiting for you here. Uh, the Ecclesiarchy quite often wear white or gold. Um, while this area is muddy from the transports going through it, um, they don't have a lick of mud on them. Um, they were actually smoking an, uh, IHO stick while you guys got up here, and they kind of, um, give the appropriate sort of respect, seems like, my most humble apologies for the transport that had to be provided for you. I will let Inquisitor Balifo aware of your presence and lead you to them immediately. Please, come. Come. Very well. Just kind and you're led through the Just, just kind of wave off the weird, you know, like, sycophantic shit and just follow them when they say, you know. Very well. The administration building, the first couple, the first like floor you walk through is empty. There are tables and it kind of looks like, you know, a bank in like the 1920s or something, right? There's kind of like little desks and little workstations. 
uh, that may be connected to other things, but there's no one really working there. Um, when you are set up to sort of the upper levels, yeah, the building is actually working as intended and it's kind of clean and nice, but not too clean. It's not held to the same level as something maybe nuts. like as the sibilance, right? Uh, you would um, be taken up to a high level within this tower uh, where you can see... You know you're in the right place when you see boxes of papers and scrolls uh, that all have inquisitorial stamps upon them um, and some sort of equipment. Uh, the uh, little chappy who led you up this way will kind of uh, check something on one of the, the consoles and then a security door will open into the office that Inquisitor Balifo has um, requisitioned for their their time here on the planet, and it's uh, it's it's an okay one, right? There is a window out into the outside which comes at a premium. There is decoration on one of the back walls. It actually seems to be displaying a battle that happened at some point. There are um, Valkyrie gunships, kind of flying uh, all over as this kind of on this relief piece of artwork uh, and there is a large wooden table uh, at which Inquisitor Balifo is currently standing poring over a data pad um, Inquisitor Balifo is a tired looking man but clearly a competent one uh, he's his, his, his outfit doesn't hide his musculature um, but he doesn't have anything in the way of cybernetic parts, at least that you can see. A lot of Inquisitors and stuff will have a cybernetic eye or maybe more implants. No, he's he looks uh, human without any kind of augmentation. He has a permanent five o'clock shadow and fairly short black hair. Um, but he just looks tired. He just looks overworked. Uh, his outfit is fairly well made it almost looks like something of a uh, of an imperial commissars with a cloak and whatnot and sitting on the table beside a very large pile of glimmering glowing data slates is a bolt pistol uh one designed for a human not a member of the adeptus astartes but a very well made gold pistol actually engraved with elements of gold upon it not the whole thing but it has golden artistry all over it um and a chain sword of very similar quality is actually resting against one of the table legs as well um Balifo will uh kind of push the data slate he had in front of him to the side when he looks at all of you enter praise be to the emperor and he breathes a sigh of relief was that Nika? uh praise mm. be to the emperor Praise be. You all made it to me in one piece, despite Sibylans not being the most kindest of transport for the lot of you here. It's good. You'll find our travels in the report. And I just want to walk over to his desk and hand him my copy. Everything should be here. He will take it from you. Uh, the the gloved hand kind of, you know, making that kind of leather creaky noise uh, as he does. 
and puts it down beside the rest of the paperwork. I'm sure it will be a story. Uh, it means you're all, uh... Well, what I do know is that you fought your way out of it. And that's why I need you here. Right? This planet, they didn't give me the resources that I need to fix it. They don't give us the resources that we need to plan an operation to fix it, so I'm going to be needing the group of you to assist me in what I cannot do. And he's going to, like, sit down the, the, the chair behind the desk, which actually looks quite similar to this one. Just as someone who has been working all day would, right? It's, it's a, you know... Um, kind of pushes it back as he does. And kind of motions for a lot of you to kind of sit if you want to. There is actually a, um, uh, table in the corner that has a couple of liquors on it as well. From the smell in the room, he has already been, uh, smoking and drinking quite a bit as he's been working. Mm. Um, mm. which is quite proper for an Inquisitor, really. Uh, let me cut to the chase. Planet of Pask is infested by orcs. Not enough to send anything of large worth. Not enough to send in the Adeptus Astartes. Or even more support from the Imperial Guard. We do have Acadian retinue here on defense duty. I'm here from the Inquisitorium Militarum. I uh, was meant to take control of all the military procedures on this planet. But I don't have the supplies or the manpower to do everything I need. There are a lot of problems that can be better solved with a organized strike team than a huge group of soldiers. We have those, if we need them. We can drum up every able-bodied individual on the planet to hold a las gun if we need it that won't help planet's already been ruined as far as i can tell but we's got orders right there are all sorts of problems that come to me about this planet not just the orcs crime Price people the... taking advantage of the situation Price the perks up at the mention of crime <laughs> There is so much to do that I can't do myself. Me or the other two Inquisitors on this planet. It all falls to me, now it all falls to you. I already know that you're capable, so I'm not going to pussyfoot around. If you can, and if you did, encounter a warp entity, then I'm sure that you'll be able to scare away a few orcs when you do what I need you to do on this planet. Have any of you fought orcs before? Negative. Mm. I, ah, I have you fought them before. Uh. <laughs> that sounds mean, like Yen has What's some that? other <laughs> way that he's interacting with orcs. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's even gonna. Balafar's even gonna lean in, and he's just gonna. <laughs> you make it sound like you've had a more romantic engagement with one. Rest oh no 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 no! <laughs> I. I mean, you know, trade, you know, I've, I've traded a few things in my time. 
Nice. <laughs> this not, is as, why I want to As far as I remember, at least trailers. I haven't done that. That's great. That's grand. Now, it may be heresy to say it. I have experience with Xenos. I'm not saying we make peace with the orcs. That is beyond uh, our motion. But if you fought every single orc on every mission I send you to, I would be needing to hire a new group of acolytes. I don't need to tell you how good your life can be if you serve the Inquisition on my behalf. There's a life of purpose and maybe even a permanent job in it for a lot of you. And there's no shortage of work to be done. So? Yes. First of all, what would best be suited to you? Well, I would like you to make some communications with the guard force on the west side of the city. They have reported some missing equipment. They recently had to retreat from where they had created a front line. The orcs on this planet, some of them are smarter than the standard protocols would lead you to believe. They tell you an orc can't use strategy, that they will just fight you blindingly, they'll even charge into your flamer. That's not true, not for these ones. Some of them are some cunning. Could their intelligence be the result of heresy? It's quite likely possible. People on this planet are losing the faith. I know that there's all sorts who are... Well, they're willing to resort to anything to just get up above their fellow man, laughing in the face of the Imperium. That's true for the nobles. And it's true for the common man as well. And it may even be true of the military. If there was any kind of rebellion of the guard forces here, this planet would be... Well, it would only be fit to be turned to glass. Do you suspect the missing supplies to be a result of a lack of discipline? They wouldn't have needed to retreat if they had discipline enough. Their resolve would have been allowed them to hold that line. Could it have been an elaborate elaborate ruse to make off with a lot of supplies? I know smugglers have stolen for less. Could be. The supplies are largely immobile, if I remember correctly. An artillery platform. And of course, all that goes with it now. I'm sure that any gangster would happily steal ammunition, maybe even grind it down, who knows, snort whatever's inside. But, well. Speaking I need someone speaking like of... you because you know what criminals are thinking, and if there could be criminals, then there are criminals. Maybe there are Spe- even criminals. Speaking of uh, supplies, are you going to provide us with anything as we go out? As acolytes of the Inquisition, all members of this planet will be behooven to grant you whatever you require. 
Yes, you can use my inquisitorial seal. And he will, like, kind of... He'll actually push it and shove it off the table. And it kind of lands at, like, Rice's feet. Nice. That will garner you some respect in some places. Especially with the military. But... It's not always worth announcing your presence. I might need you to do some things that you would consider undercover. Nothing too illicit, but what is necessary in the good of the Imperium to put this planet on the right track again. In those operations, I would request you subterfuge. Members of our party can be quite discreet. I'm just going to look over at Scythia. Ah, yes. She gives Rice a nod, like, yeah, of course. Excellent. You already know how each other fare on the battlefield, I imagine. Going through that on the ship. Well, some Inquisitors have retired doing less. You do all have a level of my respect. But there's more work to be done. Report to the Commissar on the west ridge of the city. They'll let you know what happened or their retreat. And, well, they'll probably tell you what specifically to do. But if it isn't obvious, recover that platform, recover any supplies that would be missing, and let anyone who knows if they retreat in the face of duty on this planet... It won't be tolerated. People on this planet have grown soft. Hmm. We'll... That, that will do. We'll prepare immediately. Praise be to the Emperor. I'm gonna reach down and grab the edge. Stand up. You are... Not escorted out of the room, but he just kind of goes back to what he was doing. <laughs> Dismissed. Uh, oh, and one more thing. Um, that pistol there, is that evidence of some crime? This is my own. Masterworkly crafted a gift. I see. Back when I was within the Ordo Xenos. I've not always been organizing battlefields from a commander's place shipping Amnisac. I was on the front line fighting foul aliens probably before a lot of you even had your first glimpses of Imperial glory. And a fine... I have the tools of the trade to prove it. Fine gift it is. I'm just gonna turn on my heels and walk out. Um, we'll follow suit. Yeah, I have no reason to linger. Yeah. yeah Would there be a discussion that kind of starts in, in the hallway outside the quest giver, as there always is? Yeah, absolutely. Just gonna kind of look over at uh, Yen. Yen, if you were going to try to make a way with... Um, an artillery platform. How would you go about doing it? <laughs> uh, probably do it in a way that 
results in me not getting hurt in any way, possibly. Obviously. Hopefully. I think she's more asking, in your experience, what might have been used to do so. Uh, would you know this? There is a good uh, check. We can definitely do a check for this. Um, um, Yen, you have proficiency in operate surface vehicles. Please make a check with a plus 10 for me. You check can in... use a fake point to give a further plus 10. A check in what? Operate surface. Operate it's quite surface. far down on your character sheet. Ah, service. Plus 10. Uh, yeah, I'll use a faint point to add some more to that. Plus 20 That'd is be nice. Plus 20. Yeah. Let's see what you get. Oh, okay. oh a yeah, failure right. with minor with three degrees. You're on 85. You're looking for a 57. Um, you can use fate points to re-roll. Uh, I might use... I might design. use one more fate point to re-roll that. that. That's pretty bad. It seems roll, like I'd an say. important question. Mm. Yeah, let, let, let's do one more. At least just, you're getting it to... now before you're using this skill to actually like drive something and you crash and everyone dies. True, but that could still possibly happen. Oh yeah. And yes, there we. Go. Okay, that that's better. way better. That's a nine. Yeah. You're pretty much yeah, going to succeed yeah. on a nine no matter what. Um. You take a moment to think on it, Yen. Uh, maybe in that time is enough for Risa to almost like give up on the question <laughs> as you're thinking. Um, now you actually one, one of his of eyes sort of drift jobs. to the side. <laughs> yeah, one of your jobs on the Rogue Trader is actually operating a lot of the uh, was it cargo vehicles, planet side. You know, you're making a trade job with someone. You go down planet side, you you heft things. That centaur vehicle is actually something you you would be quite. Uh, competent in using um now these artillery platforms rarely are they built firmly in place now that can happen but this is a quick job right it's probably on wheels and meant to be pulled along by something like a centaur um so if there was a missing centaur it would be explicitly stolen but what it sounds like has happened is that you know one of those things in a muddy terrain like this once you put it there it's pretty much stuck there you're going to need to really put a lot of effort to actually move one of those things. You know, not only are you going to need a, a, a centaur or an even larger vehicle to pull it around, you're going to need to put some effort into digging the wheels out of the mud. If you've ever tried to... If you ever got, like, your car stuck in some real serious mud, imagine if the car was also pulling a massive artillery cannon, right? Um, so you could use a centaur to move it. It's probably mostly immobile now. Um, although these um, artillery platforms are designed to be mobile, right? They would have been dragged up there somehow. Hmm. So in this case, I'd probably say the uh, centaurs are best bet. I see. Well, let's make our way to the installation. We'll uh, requisition more ammunition and the logs for the usage of the centaurs. We'll want to question everyone who's had access to those. 
I think that's a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Any objections? Cynthia sounds bored at the prospect of interrogating people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ohm 13. What are you fiddling with? Ohm will take a moment and uh, the optical mechadendrite will now turn and look at uh, Risa. And he'll simply uh, lift up Euron's skull that he has stripped of the rest of its flesh, if there was any on it. Did you keep the mask? Yes. Oh, no. We kept yeah. that. Okay, badass. <laughs> that, that's all I... Because it's a cool mask. Is that... Euron's head? He has failed us in life. He will not do so again in death. Very well. Interesting hobby. Caius. We will be speaking with our vocal cords. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> and... It's his asthma. I was <laughs> get him his puffer. I was trying to speak in a, to, to your mind. So, yeah. yeah, the heresy must have caught your uh, caught your voice in your throat. <clears throat> we will be interrogating some people today. I trust yes. you will not allow any heretical thoughts to cloud your judgment in this matter. No, I definitely ready to interrogate. He pulls out and flashes his. Uh, Torture kit. Oh no, not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It did. You know, maybe the new outfit is a trench coat. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it, it, like a hyper overcoat, something like that. You know, a nice thick <laughs> overcoat. Yeah. Very well. Make let's, sure he looks real icky. Let's proceed yeah, to the yeah. installation. What are you buying? He says to Risa. <laughs> <know>. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'm not buying anything. Yeah. <laughs> Got any grenades? I need we'll, them. we'll be requisitioning <laughs> grenades and flamer fuel and any other ammunition we need from the military installation with yeah. clever use of this. Thank God. I'll just be holding Kai is stealing Gin's grenades and selling them back to him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he got uh, them in the first place for him. That's true. Oh, man, I can't believe I found two more grenades. <laughs> oh, darn, I lost my last two. <laughs> Okay. All right. So lead the way, big lady. <laughs> Making your way to the military installation is very easy because it's literally, like I said, it's the border of the city, right? It's the walls. Um, very sparse. Uh, oh, not very, very, very sparse in the way of decorations, unlike the rest of it. It's really just a security wall designed to protect against, well, quite a lot. It has protected the middle of the city from orcs, right? <sighs> Mm -hmm. You are allowed through the various checkpoints to actually get to the military front line. This is the area I mentioned uh, with Scythia, where it's like, it's basically bulldozed flat. Now, there are these uh, air, these, these uh, fortifications. That's the word I'm looking for. There are these fortifications, uh, crenellated fortifications, and this is where the, the war camp is um, for the Imperial Guard on this planet. Uh, or at least one group of them. 
uh, you see an awful lot of Cadian soldiers. Uh, down here is also their, their barracks, their requisition tents, you know, um, everything they need, you know, canteens. Um, there are soldiers kind of playing cards. Um, the Imperial Guard is here in quite a lot of force. And like I said, these are Cadian soldiers. These are the kind that wear the kind of olive green flak armor, mm -hmm. almost always carry a las gun. Sure. And while from a large scale, all of them the same, walking through a, a camp like this, with the permission to do so, of course, you see a lot of the person behind the helmet, you know, uh, this guy with a large bushy beard and like a, a big tattoo who's playing cards with someone else. You even see uh, people who are currently working together to get the, the food ready for today um, before the sun sets and it is actually starting to set. Does anyone um, look people like they're trading doing... things like uh, iho sticks and stuff? Anybody look like they're doing something suspicious or criminal? God, <laughs> you can absolutely make for we for me a uh, awareness check with a, just a zero. Totally fine. Yes. Okay. So, uh, funny that I mentioned that. There's there's two criminal acts that you see kind of in the same eye shot, Riser, right, as you're walking through this place. Um, one is in the little canteen tent I mentioned. Um, there is a, a ratling in that tent. Mm. A ratling is a type of subhuman mutant. Yeah. Now, the Imperium abhors the mutant, but uh, some mutants are just human enough to be allowed, and ratlings are one of them. They're kept around because they're excellent snipers, and they're excellent at getting into places because they're only around two or three foot tall. Mm. Um, they appear to be the chef, and you can actually see them uh, selling. Trying to be kind of sneaky about it. Uh, they're selling uh, what appears to be not only extra rations, but also like an alcohol supply. Um, they're kind of like passing it along to people. I'm going to look over at In Yen. In the same eye shot. Looking over at Yen and just go, cousin of yours? Jeez. Um, it's a forty k hobbit. What's the other crime? You see a soldier. Loving. <laughs> you see two soldiers. No, oh. you see a soldier <laughs> with their combat knife, their their Imperium issue combat knife, scratching into the fortification wall. So if you imagine, you know, this is on the west. So on the, the side that faces the city is just a very large, you know, maybe even thirty foot wall of concrete um they're scratching into it with the knife um Kadia never fell hmm. uh just scratching it in there and they're, they're they're on like the last l i'm gonna walk over behind them and uh, just wait there well let me make a little check see if they see you coming <laughs> they're oblivious to your presence rolling us 90. Oof. Walk amongst the people and find someone to bully immediately. So yeah. walk up yeah. behind them and uh, wait for them to be done. Just kiss them gently on the neck. When they're done, they kind of like put their knife back in it, it in its like place on their belt, and they kind of turn all proud of themselves. Mm -hmm. Right at you, and you can see like maybe some people who. Uh, who are like in their same like uh, squad who are just like making themselves scarce they're like nothing to do with us nothing going on praise be uh, to the emperor the soldier 
Hello there. Um. What a fine instrument you have there. Is it a personal weapon? The, the knife? Oh no, we all... We all have, have knives like these. I, I added some extra straps to the... I'm gonna to just the, bring out a little... Do I have like a data slate on me I can just like refer to? Like like when, like I'm taking notes? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just, yeah. just bring out a data slate and just like I'm taking notes. I see. Is that a... Uh, so it's not a imperial property then, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, uh, I, I suppose... And your name, citizen? Is... My name... I got a name and it's a good one. Uh, my name's uh, uh, Pyrel. Pyrel. Rank? Oh, I'm just. Um, number. What's your number? Uh, uh, two four six zero one. No, Ollie, you can't do zero, that. That's one. illegal. That's forbidden. I did it. <sighs> All right. Why don't you be so kind as to escort me to your quartermaster? Hi, yes, um, of course. You know, much as I love your pursuit of justice, uh, Risa, aren't we supposed to be reporting in? We're getting we get supplies fish from this guy's quarter. knife. We're getting like. supplies from the quartermaster. Ooh. Alright. Fine. If you need supplies, then, um, this would be the place to get it. Uh, follow me. Very well. <laughs> Been in service long, Pyrel? Aye. Yeah, um, well, my parents were, and um, I was born on one of the transport ships over to this planet, uh, trained up, uh, you know. Proud Imperial uh, soldier. Proud Cadian, ma'am. Proud Cadian, first mm, Imperial. Mm. Aye, yeah, you know... <laughs> Cadia, you know, it, 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 parents are telling me all sorts of stories. And the, the planet broke before the guard did. It's it's remarkable. Mm. We're still fighting. Uh, speaking of uh, supplies, can I can I get at that rat chef for some more like unsavory supplies? <laughs> you want to do the dirty deals? Yeah, I want to see what he's got. You know, I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm looking I'm looking for something in particular, actually. Rysa um, would absolutely wanna... never notice Kaya slip away yeah. to go to the yeah, to go I to the slip. rat shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rice is totally uh, focused I'm, on getting I'm more supplies. I'm looking to see if he has uh, drugs in particular. That would be an inquiry check. All right, cool, for cool, you, cool. shady dude. I'll give you a plus ten. Hell yeah. Uh, bonus for your natural ickiness. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, use a fate I mean, point. Yeah. Make that a plus twenty. We'll see what happens. Good idea. Yeah, there you go. Uh, nice. That's, cool. yeah, that's a four. Yeah, you're looking for a thirty. That's that's real yeah. good. Um, yeah. uh, so uh, you go out to the rattling as as they're serving mm -hmm. these sorts of things, and um, they'll they'll slick back their their comb over <laughs> with a greasy uh -huh. hand. They know exactly what you're you know what your sort of thing you're looking for, and they'll they'll adjust some of the the setting stuff in the kitchen and kind of they'll open a pot. <laughs> nice. Show you the inside of the pot. There's <laughs> a couple of uh, you know some uh, needles and powders, and, uh, yeah. and it's like, well, I've got anything you might need. I know <laughs> the look of a fine purveyor of all kinds of substances when I know one, and I think you and I could make an excellent deal. 
All of these imperial military grade fine craft, absolutely no additives at all, unless you're interested in something like that, in which case. He's selling you MSG. Uh, hell yeah. I, so I, that, was the, to, that was something I was going to say. Neutral life, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can get drugs. you into MLM, yeah. Uh, I'm Which actually looking for, looking for? Uh, I'm looking for spook actually. That checks out. That yeah. <laughs> checks out yeah. real well. Yeah. Um, let me just real quick find the, the 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 price of that. He definitely has some, and spook's kind of rare. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a little, a little more rare. I could, uh, I've also got some obscure on me. I'd be willing to trade for it if I can. You know, actually, he'd be willing to make that deal. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got three He's doses like, oh. of Obscura. I could, uh, could I, could I do a one-one trade or a two-for-one trade? Two-for-one, yeah, so that's you perfect. Keep, you can keep one. Like, yeah. Oh, this is. Uh, I'm surprised that someone's interested. Uh, you know, managed to sneak this from some of the Primaris psychers in a report on the other side of the city. Yeah, excellent. Nice. Now be careful. This stuff. Oh, I, I plan to be. This stuff, it can, you know, you need more, though. <laughs> I've got the stuff that you need, even if it's just something to take the edge off. Would you be interested in a bowl of gruel, perchance? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not the, a heavy eater of anything. <laughs> I'm probably fine. <laughs> All right, well, good travels. Not a heavy Appreciate it. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, I guess we can head to the quartermaster, which is actually going to be in a in a in a bunker. Mm -hmm. uh, the bunker looks like it's basically been dropped down on this planet. Um, you can even see some of the sort of like cracks on the on the material below it, the concrete below it, uh, where it's mm -hmm. been dropped. Where you can meet with the Imperial Guard Quartermaster, who is pretty much exactly as you'd expect—a fairly large man wearing a, uh, a kind of apron over their. We're wearing most of a guard uniform, but not all of it. Mm -hmm. um, they have the kind of like window, and you can see a whole bunch of supplies behind them, you know. Um, and they will be like, "Pyrell, did you lose your? Uh... Oh, you've got company." <laughs> Excuse me, I don't believe you're with the Cadian defense force here. I'm just going to look over at Pyrell. Does this guy see how kind of scared Pyrell is? If he sees, he doesn't care. I see. Thank you, soldier. That will be all. Right. Praise be to the Emperor. I'll we'll scurry away. It's like, by the throne. Hi. Um, Watermaster will rub at his large ears and just sort of just sort of watched a lot of you uh, not like particularly worried or anything just sort of curious at you we're here to requisition supplies for a inquisitorial mission ah uh, gonna flash the badge okay I understand that excellent what would you be needing I'll be needing flamer fuel, uh, grenades, 
shink, <laughs> right? Like, and, uh, uh, he's gonna be wrangling up what you need, and luckily stuff like flavorful and grenades, I mean, most guardsmen would carry. Mm -hmm. um, Is there anything uh, Scythia needs? Does Scythia has a pistol, right? Or am I, or not? Scythia has a pistol. You've never seen her use it. Oh, okay. The chances of Scythia using her pistol are pretty low. <laughs> okay. Like, she has a ballistic skill of 28, so mm. by comparison with her weapon skill, it it's just it's not worth even doing. It's like tradition I, more than anything. Okay. I could use maybe another pistol if there's any available. A whole extra pistol, mouse. Did you call yeah. me mouse? <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Can, can it be done, Quartermaster? It can, yeah. He will, he'll rattle around. Um, flame of Fuel, you can easily get another 12 units. You know, that's how much he's requisitioning out at a time. Uh, grenades, it's going to be a, a another four, actually. Like, on a can bandolier. Can get a couple of firebombs while we're here, too? <laughs> um... Uh, you can't really get firebombs here. You can get uh, firebombs from the chef, though, if you want to get a couple uh, of them, make yeah. another deal. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, you're just getting some fucking some past the whistle, <laughs> um, right? Um, we'll tentatively approach the quartermaster and size him up, and then his height will adjust to match the quartermaster's height. <laughs> Armor plating. Every soldier's flak uniform is intended specifically for them. That said, in certain circumstances, I am allowed by the grace of the... Halfway through him, like, jerking be? off, Ohm will lift up the giant overcharge pack and then put it down on the counter and then push it to him. You see this guy's, like, inner gears whirring. And he kind of like opens the 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 little like the freaking sneeze guard on the, the 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 around and opens it up more so he can kind of pull it out through and like, oh, more armor we can do that. Pistol for the mouse, clank, uh, regular las pistol. I imagine you were looking for um, yen. He uh, another las pistol, if possible. Regular las pistol, sixty las pistol ammo. Because nice. last pistols actually carry a huge amount of shots on them. That's kind of the point. Uh, when it comes to armor, like, all right, well, give you a outfit of flak that we give to most of the guard. And we'll kind of ready that. It will be a full armor of Imperial Guard flak. It's actually in the uh, rules book because it's something you can often get. Cadian, Cadian style flak armor. Cadian style flak armor. Yeah. Uh, clean. It has Imperial insignias and, and whatnot but it doesn't have anything else on it um, that theoretically Ohm could wear under his so robes. Or maybe the real question is, is Ohm going to put Cadian helmets on the servo skulls to protect their little servo skull brains? Really good well, no, because one has a sick mask. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Ohm will uh, will collect it and then 
he won't do anything with it right away. Did Caius make it back to the group at, by this point? Yeah, yeah, probably. So I'll probably never have no. I'll never even have known now. that you were gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 and Caius, you managed to snag another two fire bombs there as well. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, I'll you can take just kind that. of affix under your your. your yeah. Caius, do you require any ammunition or supply? Uh, can't see anything that I would really. You haven't used your weapons much. You're probably still pretty good on ammo. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm probably actually. Good. If anyone's paying attention to Ohm, they'll notice that he's beginning to dismantle the <laughs> Imperial Guard flak armor down to its plating. This. And remove the like, like in front of the quartermaster who just sort of was like. Yeah. Yep. Sense. Communications, yes. Quartermaster. Do you have uh, <laughs> accessible communications? Some kind of radio. There's a Vox in the back in case they need me to prepare something. Portable. <laughs> For infantry. Is there any way I can outfit two of my party with portable communications? Two? I can only gather. I can only afford to give out one. Very well. Most we squads are lucky to get one. Do we all have communications at this point? Because yeah, I'm under the impression yeah, it's just. Pretty sure we did. Oh, okay. yeah, we, we, we grabbed grab that uh, last time. Yeah, because we you have the the you. So here's here's how it be, right? Got you, one for me. All of you yeah, have beads yeah. or something. Yeah. Rice is the only one whose vox can actually like pick up other people. Like you can you could uh, use your vox built into your armor to actually communicate with the guard here. Like if you were in trouble or something bad was going on like you, you could do that everyone else ours are local to us risa can talk to others belay that yeah. quartermaster we are supplied um, all right that will be all will you show us to uh to your superior officer we are to check in before our mission begins oh you mean commissar lupin yeah. Okay. I'll warn you though, because right, you all seem all right. You're doing the emperor's work. Uh, <laughs> Commissar Lupin has mentioned, uh, you know, he, he, he talks to some of the others who are higher up in the ladder that uh, he hasn't been looking forward to you guys coming planet side. People rarely do. In my line of work, quartermaster. Right, like cleans all the oil off his hands from working on all of these things, and will um, go and start leading you towards the commissar's tent uh, here in the imperial fortifications. And uh, before you're going to go and meet with him, I think that's actually a good place to kind of end off for today's session. Awesome. Yeah, you guys, doing a lot of the setup for your next little uh, investigation <clears throat> and mission. And uh, making your way to, to Pask. And actually, you know, getting nice pockets full of ammo as well. <laughs> How many grenades did we get? You got an extra four. Nice. Like on a whole bandolier thing. Right, it's what they would give oh. someone who is specially a grenadier, whereas I think most Imperial Guards carry occasional frag grenades. This is specifically for someone who's specializing in it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Ollie and cast. Uh, we're going to go through and introduce everybody again. Um, why don't we start with Ollie? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Ollie. 
Hello! Alright, I'm Ollie. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter where I'm doing a lot of world building for my setting of Yarvaskir right now because there is a new show on Wednesdays. It's uh, basically from the perspective of the Mind Flayers in my setting who are actually the good guys, uh, kind of. They're nice at the very least and that's all you can <laughs> ask for. Um, and we're doing a whole bunch more, you know, creating monsters where I illustrate them because I'm a, a, an illustrator as well. And it's all connected to the board game series Schism that will be coming out early next year as well. Uh, we're also just starting out Yakuza, uh, the Yakuza franchise, which is badass, by the way. <laughs> if you somehow didn't know, those games are great. That's awesome. No one told me. Yeah, Yakuza Zero is such a masterpiece. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Ali. Ali is, of course, our DM here. Yeah. Uh, Lucid Fox. Hello, my name is Luce, and I'm designated as a human. I stream on Twitch.tv five days a week uh, in the mornings, uh, and also sometimes on Saturdays like tomorrow. So come by and hang out. That's with two X's, not three. That's the other site that we don't go to often. Thank you, Luce. Lock the Raven, <clears throat> who's also in our other show. You know what? Hey, listen, you she do it. You go ahead. Interrupt you, do it. you during the intro. My name is Lock the Raven. Uh, technically, yeah. you you were owed one. My name is Lock the yeah. Raven. Uh, I play Home Thirteen. Ah. I... Oh God, fuck! You can find me. A... Fuck! You can find me. <laughs> Lock the Raven on Twitch. At the slash Lock the Raven. Exactly how it sounds. Yeah, don't don't tell him what I do or anything. There's a lot of role playing. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's also in our in our Star Trek Loveless game every Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific on Fable Scraps. Thank you, Lock the Raven. <laughs> Next up, Distracted Elf. Hi, I'm Distracted Elf. You can find me on Twitch.tv slash Distracted Elf or on Twitter at Distracted Elf. Uh, I do a bunch of video game streaming stuff, and also I run the Roll20 game for... Um, what is it? Rhyme of the Frostmaiden uh, on Mondays on the D&D channel. Awesome. Thank you so much. Enevan. Hello there. I'm Enevan, spelled E-N-E-V-U-N. I'm a streamer here on Twitch, and typically I stream RP games and VR games. Wonderful. My name, of course, is Nicotine. Um, I'm one of the people behind Fable Scraps. I do a lot of uh, roleplay on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash nicotine, N-I-K-A-T-I-N-E. Um, I stream just about every day. So, If uh, you're listening to this show on podcasting apps such as Spotify or Stitcher, uh, remember that we uh, stream this show live in front of a Twitch audience every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash Fable Scraps. Uh, additionally, we have a show called Star Trek Loveless, which uh, Lock the Raven and Enovan both appear on, um, our regulars on, <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you are, uh, if you're curious, uh, or you want to see more tabletop from Fable Scrubs, definitely um, hit up our uh, our Twitch channel. Uh, we post vods on YouTube, and uh, we have a very active presence on Twitter and Discord as well. So all those links can be found in the info panels, um, or fablescraps.com/discord and fablescraps.com/ Twitter. Thank you all so very much for being here. I really appreciate it. Huge thank you to Ollie and uh, the rest of the cast. We'll see you again next week uh, at on Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific for more Doom Lore, a 40k story. Good night, everybody.